Welcome to Treasury Talk in Your Small Business, a podcast for small business owners hosted by Michigan State Treasurer Rachel Eubanks. Our trending topics with subject matter experts will include cybersecurity, tax prep, continuous improvement, economic impacts, and inclusion and diversity. Listen for takeaways that will support you and your company. All right. Hello to our listeners. I'm Rachel Eubanks, and this is Treasury Talk. Today, we have Scott Lomberger, Director of our Tax Administration Services Bureau, and he is here to provide small business owners with some helpful information as we approach the beginning of a new tax year. Our listeners would appreciate tax tips that save their businesses time and keep their companies in compliance and running smoothly. So right off the bat, what can you share with us, Scott, about what would be some helpful tips for small business? First of all, thank you, Treasurer Eubanks. I think I mentioned to you before, this is my first podcast, so it's kind of a monumental moment for me. I guess in terms of, you know, small business help, I I really would suggest as a first tip to make sure that they are set up to both file and pay their taxes with the department electronically. Um, There's just a lot of advantages to that, and we've got an easy way for them to accomplish that through our Michigan Treasury online platform. Well, this may be your first podcast, but it's not going to be your last. I can already tell that, Scott. So for listeners that aren't familiar with Michigan Treasury Online, what can we tell them about it? Yeah, Michigan Treasury Online, or abbreviated MTO as we often refer to it, is the department's web-based business taxes platform. And it's really a kind of a one-stop shop where business owners, taxpayers can go to to kind of fulfill all of their business tax needs. So, for example, they can electronically file their returns with us. They can make corresponding uh, tax payments with us. They can complete and maintain very important registration uh, information that they have to uh, supply to us. And also, as they use it, they develop and they create account history. And once they do that, that information is stored within their account so they can periodically go back and see uh, previous transactions and look at that history. All those services sound incredible. It sounds pretty expensive. How much does it cost and where can business owners learn more? Well, that's one of the key advantages, uh, Treasury Eubanks. It's absolutely free. It's completely secure and it's available 24 hours a day. So no cost at all involved. And that's why we really try to promote it. Um, There's other electronic uh, means for business owners to pursue. You know, there's professional service providers, uh, there's private software, but those typically come with a cost. And so MTO is absolutely free. Some other advantages that come along with that is, you know, when you electronically file and pay, you necessarily eliminate any postal mail delays that often can happen with paper file returns. Our MTO program does a lot of the calculations for you. So you're going to eliminate some potential manual calculation errors, thereby increasing the accuracy of your return and, you know, hopefully minimizing any questions that we may have. So a heightened level of accuracy is a definite advantage. And then, you know, I mentioned kind of building that account history up. You can go in there and view, of course, payments that you've made, prior returns that you have filed. If you've sent us correspondence or if we have sent you a letter, all of that history is maintained within MTO. If you are obligated to pay sales tax, for example, you can view and download and print a copy of your sales tax license. So it's really a nice record keeping vessel as well um, as just an overall convenient way to interact with the department for your business taxes. 
That sounds great. You know, when I'm interacting with any type of entity online, it's always nice where I can look back and see everything that I've done and all the interactions that I've had versus, Absolutely. you know, back when you're searching for papers and receipts and all kinds of, you know, paperwork that can go anywhere, have it all in one place and all available 24 hours a day electronically is a wonderful attribute. So um, appreciate you sharing those details there. So there's also other online resources available if you're a small business to make running a company less complicated, right? I mean, what should they be concentrating on as they're getting ready for end of year tax prep? Yeah, I mean, I think the end of the year is a good time to not only reflect on what you've done uh, that this current year, but also gear up for the the ensuing year. I mean, I know a lot of times we like to refer to things as tax season, but really there's no defined season. It's just the end of one and you immediately start another. So this is a good time of year. Number one, I think for small business owners to validate and review their registration information with us. I previously uh, and briefly mentioned, you know, they're required to send us certain registration information, things like the nature and type of their business, their legal address, those types of, of data points. And we rely on that information as the record for that business. And so, you know, you have to file that once. A lot of these businesses maybe uh, developed or or um, came into existence years ago. And so things can, can, of course, change over time. So I would really recommend going in at least once a year, making sure that that registration data is accurate and up to date, because we will set and determine your filing obligations based on that information. Again, if we have to send you a notification, we're going to use the address that you've that you've listed in that registration information. So if you've moved, potentially we could be sending it to an incorrect location. So it's your the taxpayer's responsibility to keep that up to date. So that's very, very important. I've got a few other things that we can talk about, too. A couple of other suggestions, uh, Treasurer Eubanks, as we start to get into the new tax filing period, and this is a little simple and a little basic, but make sure you file both the return and the corresponding payments. Each year, we get thousands of payments with no corresponding tax return. And unless and until we get that tax return, we really can't gauge the accuracy or the sufficiency of those payments. So you need both components, both the return and the uh, corresponding payment in order to be in compliance and to avoid potential penalties and processing delays. Another suggestion that I would have, it's just kind of an in-house uh, suggestion, but make sure you've got a system in place that you can keep track of and maintain good records. You know, it's it's obviously important for your own day-to-day -day business operations. It's important to have a good record-keeping system in place so that you can file and prepare returns properly. But all of our business taxes are subject to the four-year statute of limitations rule. So we potentially could look back and ask you questions four years after the date that you filed that return or the date that it was actually due, whichever is later. So having a good records in place and a good system for those records will help you answer any questions that we might have down the road. And I guess my, my last point sort of related to that, if we do have a question, Number one, we will always send you a letter. We're not going to give you a phone call. Uh, there's a lot of uh, fraud and tax scams going on. As you know, we will always reach out to you with that first contact via a letter. And if we do reach out to you and contact you with a letter, 
The first thing is don't panic. We're not trying to be adversarial or intimidating. Most of the time, these letters are just simple clarification uh, efforts on our part to try to get some basic information. And so make sure you respond to that correspondence as quickly as possible. If you do that, you will avoid delays, potentially the attachment of penalty and interest. Um, and by all means, if you have a question about that letter, it's confusing, you don't understand it, there will always be a contact number within that notification. Reach out to us right away and we'll help you clarify any questions you might have. Yeah, those are some outstanding tips. I mean, personally, you know, to think about how long do I need to keep all my files, keeping the four years in mind, that's great. And also, you know, as far as if you get a letter from Treasury, to rem remember that there's people on the other side of this. Um, and so the, the quicker that you can respond, and even if you have an issue, there's always people um, who are standing by who are looking to help you work through whatever your tax situation is. So I think that's an outstanding reminder. I know as we think about preparing taxes, and I appreciate you also kind of pointing out tax year is not just one time of year, it really is all time of year. How for going through this complicated process, can small businesses make this process easier? Yeah, I mean, I think taxes without a doubt can be um, very complicated, very confusing. There's just a variety of forms that they're responsible for understanding and completing. Um, each year, there's a potential for change. Uh, new legislation happens. And so it's very difficult to keep abreast of all, of all of this information. So I really would recommend small business owners considering hiring a tax professional to help them with their tax preparation. That tax professional will get to know your business. They'll get to know the ins and outs of it. They'll make sure that they stay abreast of all that information and they'll relieve you of that burden. They'll make sure you get any credits, deductions, things like that, that you're entitled to. And importantly, like I said, you don't have to worry about that now. And so you can focus on the day-to-day -day operations of your business and growing that business, which is really what you're all about doing. So I think, you know, Treasury Banks, if, if they could consider hiring a tax professional, that, that would be um, something very advantageous for them. Asking for help is always a good thing, especially from experts in a field that's complicated. So could not agree with you more, Scott. But even if a small business does use a professional, they're bound to have questions. Is there places where they can go to find help? Sure. We've got a lot of online content and information that they can check out. I'll talk about some of the basic places where they can go. I think for starters, every tax that my bureau administers can be found at michigan.gov forward slash taxes. And if you go to that website, individual tax types are arranged by tiles. You can click on one that's of particular interest to you and just drill down and you'll get more and more information. Um, there's often a list of frequently asked questions associated with each tax types. There's tutorials on how to navigate some of those related systems. So just a wealth of information. And that's a wonderful starting point. You know, we, we talked earlier about Michigan Treasury online. That has its own dedicated web address as well and website where you can get more information on both how to set up and create your individual MTO account, but it too has FAQs, tutorials, and other information. So definitely check out the MTO site. And again, that can be found at mto.treasury.michigan.gov. Another item that, of information that I would suggest, uh, Treasurer, and you're aware of this, each year the department engages in quite a bit of outreach 
efforts. You know, whether it's a new law that's been implemented, we've got a dedicated team that will go out and present information about that new law. A lot of times they'll do it in person at various locations around the state, or they'll do webinars uh, where you can sign up for that. And so there's a web address where you can get notified of upcoming treasury outreach uh, programs. And so I would encourage visiting that. And that address is michigan.gov forward slash treasury outreach and treasury outreach is all one word. Finally, you know, if you do have an, a specific account question, we have e-services that are available online and we've got kind of two avenues, if you will. If you are a business owner, you can avail yourself to the business tax, the individual business taxpayer e-services, and those can be found at etreasure.michigan.gov forward slash bt and what you can do at this site is you can go in and ask a very specific account question and you submit that almost like an email form but it goes through a secure pathway um, and it reaches our customer contact folks that can answer that question and they will respond back to you in writing and the nice thing about this is once you go in and create an account you start developing a record so you can see previous questions that you asked you've got record of treasury's response so there's a little more formality to this method than say giving us a call where you obviously you know you orally articulate the question you don't really have a record of it you don't have a record uh, of our response so i would recommend using this e-service and there's a similar functionality and e-service available for tax professionals so if you do hire a tax professional and they have a question on your behalf they too can go to an e-service site and that web address is etreasure.michigan.gov forward slash tp all the same functionality that i just mentioned with the individual business taxpayers exists on this tax professional e-service platform they too can ask those account specific questions they'll have a permanent record of that and i think again you get a little more definitive response that you can rely on because both the question and the answer is in writing um, so those are a, a few places Treasury Banks, where they can go and get more information. I know I rattled off a lot of uh, web addresses there. Um, I think my understanding is all of those will be neatly summarized in the podcast notes. Yes, and I really appreciate all of those resources that you put forward. I think it'll be a tremendous value to small businesses. Um, before we go, Scott, I just wanted to say, is there any tips that you could share with our listeners about where's the best place to play pickleball in Lansing? <laughs> Um, there's a few locations. Yeah, I do like to play pickleball. I've had a lot of conversations with the treasurer about this. I live in Delta Township, so there's some very nice courts at a park in Delta Township. Um, there's some really nice courts out in Hazlitt. Um, I think they're called the Towner Road courts that I play at a lot. Michigan Athletic Club has courts. Michigan State University has courts. It's just growing and growing. What they're doing is they're slowly kind of converting a lot of old tennis courts into pickleball courts. So it's pretty easy to find a pickleball court if you're interested. Well, it is a sensation taking over the state and the country. Um, but thanks again. You were an incredible resource and just huge amount of information is in your brain. So much appreciated you taking some time to chat on Treasury Talks today. 
And uh, I'm sure small businesses also appreciate your your uh, advice here, in particular to go talk to a tax professional if they should need some additional assistance. So thank you for your time. And that concludes today's episode. Thank you. I appreciate it.